0: You know, Alan Wake's a writer.
1: What?
0: I, you know, it's, it's something I've heard through the grapevine, but
2: once or twice, once or twice,
0: I hear this guy, this feller, he's a writer. He's a writer.
2: Did Did you know his name is Alan Wake?
0: And that he's a writer.
2: And that he's a writer.
1: Whoa!
2: Whoa! <laughs> Who
0: could have seen this coming?
2: <laughs> Plot twist! Wow!
0: I am shocked at this startling development. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hello, welcome to this week's episode of the seasonal anime checkup OVA. It's a podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. Hello, I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Allen Ladium.
2: Hello. This is
0: episode 359. And we are talking about Alan Wake Duh. Duh. Duh.
2: The second game. The
0: second Alan Wake. But also the third Alan Wake. I
2: was to say, technically the third Alan Wake, but, you know, that's neither here nor there.
0: But yeah. Alan Wake is back. It's been 13 years since that first game came out. And now it's back with more. I
2: never thought that this game would ever happen.
0: I would have agreed with you on that as well. Mm -hmm. (laughs) For sure. Uh, This game came out on October the 27th of 2023. Mm -hmm. So right in time for Halloween.
2: Spooky, spooky.
0: So you got that happening for you. Uh, It has been reviewed pretty well. It's on the Metacritic. The PC and PS5 versions are at an 89 out of 100, and the Xbox Series X and S version is at a 93 out of 100. Whoa. (laughs) Whoa.
2: I don't know why I said it like that.
0: And, of course, you know, like, the big thing that they did for this game, of course, was they put Alan Wake in Fortnite. To celebrate the release of this game.
2: <laughs> right, right. God, that was so weird. We did that together and it was just so strange.
0: Well, they put him in as a skin, but also, as you were talking about, they did like a full like recap or somewhat recap. It was a very truncated recap of Alan Wake 1 in Fortnite. Yeah. Um. But they just utilized all of the assets from Alan Wake mm-hmm. from the first game and put it in the Fortnite, which is which, which makes sense because like, you know. I mean, you can do that stuff because like a lot of the creative stuff in Fortnite is based off of just Unreal Engine. Right. So it's possible to do all that stuff, but it's still very weird. Just like walk through these set pieces of Alan Wake One with like whatever dumb Fortnite character you have.
2: I mean, your plan is Vegetable Goku.
0: <laughs> it's true, which made it even funnier.
2: Yeah, it was it was wild. So yeah, it was just like through the environments of Alan Wake One, just running around.
0: It was something, all right. It was
2: wild, and like, good lord, it was truncated, but like, it got the point across.
0: Yeah, I mean, it gives you the, the very basic, like, here's the quick and the, dirty. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Let's talk about the development of this here video game. Okay. Remedy released Alan Wake in 2010. Mm hmm. Uh, they learned from their lessons working on Max Payne and wrote Alan Wake in a way that allows additional story to be told through sequels and additional installments. The team quickly began to discuss sequel ideas after Alan Wake had shipped. Uh, the sequel will continue to star Alan Wake as the protagonist, but it will also explore the stories of the supporting characters, including Wake's friend Barry Wheeler and Sheriff Sarah Breaker, both of whom do not appear in this video game.
2: <laughs> nope, they do not. Rip uh, Barry being a character.
0: He's He, he's, he shows up there are in references. text form. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a prototype was created to show off the gameplay of Alan Wake 2 when the studio was showing the game to potential publishers, uh, which I guess is a thing because Microsoft originally published this game. Correct. The first game. Correct. Uh, new enemies, new gameplay mechanics, such as being able to rewrite reality, was showcased in the prototype. Narratively, it would be a direct continuation of Alan Wake. Ultimately, Remedy pitched the project to Alan Wake publisher Microsoft Studios. Microsoft, however, at the time was not interested in a sequel and instead tasked Remedy to create something new. This ultimately became Quantum Break, which was released in 2016. Most of the ideas for Alan Wake 2 were implemented in American Nightmare, a d- downloadable follow-up for the original Alan Wake game. <laughs> Uh, when Quantum Break was announced, Sam Lake explained that a sequel to Alan Wake had been postponed, and that Alan Wake was not financially successful enough to receive the funding they needed to continue develop- developing the sequel at the time. Director of Communications Thomas Pua stated in April 2019 that Remedy had briefly returned to work on an Alan Wake property about two years prior, but the effort did not work out, and the company is presently booked for the next few years between their own new game control, supporting Smilegate on his game Crossfire X, and another new project. Pua stated that the only limited factor for them to work on an Alan Wake sequel was time, money, and resources. Despite that, Lake continued to be part of a team in Remedy to brainstorm ideas and work on a different incarnations for Alan Wake 2. Internally, the project was co- was codenamed Project Big Fish,
1: <laughs> yep.
0: which, rem- which represented its importance and significance to Remedy. In the second downloadable content pack for Control, Remedy's next game following Quantum Break, Alan Wake was featured as a character. According to Remedy, Control established the Remedy-connected universe, which is shared <laughs> by both Control and Alan Wake, and that the next game released by the studio will also be set on this universe.
1: Nice.
0: Uh, according to Sam Lake, the game will be provided or powered by Remedy's own Northlight engine, which previously powered Quantum Break and Control. Lake also stated that Alan Wake 2 will be a survival horror game as opposed to Alan Wake, which Lake said was an action game with horror elements, though he did not explain the difference between the two. <clears throat> I... Uh, there's a lot of people being like, "Yo, they made a fantastic survival horror game," and it's like, "This isn't really a survival horror game."
2: No, it's not.
0: <laughs> like, it's it is in the fact that like you have limited resources, you have to deal with, and all that sort of stuff. But like, it's not like a super duper horror game in the way that a lot of other survival horror games are. Like the 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 scariest parts of this game are when they just continuously jump scare you.
2: Jump scare you, yeah. Like those are the the scary. Well. To be fair, I'm a baby, so I get scared by many things. But like, the worst thing that happens to you if you get caught by something is you just like dramatically fall over and have to start over. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. The jump scare edition. I was like, uh, uh, uh. "Rude." Yeah, very rude. Especially uh, that old lady. S- that. that old
0: lady was very rude.
2: <laughs> that old lady.
0: Uh, Lake further added that players will not need to play the previous games in order to understand Alan Wake Week 2. I, All you need to know is he's a writer.
2: I, I would disagree with that. That's fine.
0: <laughs> that, yeah. Uh, Remedy confirmed the game would remain in the third-person perspective despite the switch to survival horror and that both Ika Vili and Matthew Poretta would return to provide the appearance and the voice of Alan, respectively. Uh, other casts include Melanie Liburd as the voice of Saga Anderson, David Harewood as both the live-action and voice of Mr. Door, James McCaffrey and Lake as the voice and live-action appearance of Alex Casey, respectively. Uh, Alan's story includes a, mu- a mission known as Initiation 4 or We Sing which has the player guide Alan through a surreal set while I don't think this is true while Alan's psyche Mr. Door and others sing a musical summarizing Alan's story to that point with music provided by Poets of the Fall playing as the fictional band The Old, go- the old Gods of Asgard.
2: Wait what do you not think is true?
0: I don't think Mr. Door is Alan's psyche.
2: Oh it's just written weird it's it's saying that Alan's psyche because he's actually singing in the song uh. Mr. Door. It, yeah, okay. Others.
0: Okay. That yeah. makes more sense. I was yeah. like, this doesn't seem right.
2: No, no, because Alan is also singing and uh, Lake-
0: Yes, he is, for sure. <laughs> uh, Lake said the idea for the musical sequence was inspired by Alan Wake's concert standoff as well as the Ashtray Maze level and Control, both set to Poets of the Fall's music. Lake also knew that Poretta and Harewood could sing, and Poets of the Fall were able to help with choreography. Frequently through development, some of the developers questioned the need for the musical sequence due to, the both, due to both the strangeness of the mm. sequence in the horror game and the difficulties in pulling it off. However, Lake insisted that the sequence be kept, and that was a very smart idea.
2: Very smart idea. Thank you. Thank you, Sam Lake. That that entire sequence was beautiful and brilliant, and I loved so it. It's so good. It's so good. Oh, my Man. God. Like, legit, one of my favorite parts of this entire game.
0: Yeah, 100%. Okay.
2: Anyway, continue.
0: Uh, overall budget for the game reportedly stands at 70 million uh, euros, with 50 million euros in development and additional 20 million spent on marketing. This is considered to, to make the game one of the most expensive cultural products in the history of Finland.
1: <laughs> there you go. Uh,
0: there will be there's going to be two downloadable contents for this game that are coming out at a later date. One called Night Springs and Lake House which hopefully will expand upon some story elements that we feel are kind of uh, left on the table at the end of this game.
1: (laughs)
2: Yeah, that's true.
0: So hopefully that's the case. Hope so. Uh, Of course, the other big thing about this game is that they did a digital-only release because (gasps) Remedy was like, "Uh, people buy more digital games.
2: I'm still salty about that.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So there is that. Uh, So Alan Wake 2. It is a video game. Two protagonists.
2: We got we got a deuteragonist situation here now. We
0: sure do. We
2: got Saga Anderson, who's who's mm-hmm. a cop,
0: an FBI agent here to investigate some moidas.
2: Moidas.
0: And Alan wakes Alan Wake. He's <laughs> you a know writer. him. He's a writer. He's he's kind of a thing.
2: Man, this game starts off with a naked man.
0: It does, and then you see his little tiny. C- and c- <laughs>
2: I did not expect to see as much of that man as we did.
0: So I was going through the settings, like, I told you about this, but, like, Mm -hmm. I was going through the settings before I launched the game. I was, like, just like, blah, 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 just let me do the things I want. And then I got to, like, one point, I was, like, nudity filter. I was, like, that's weird. I was not (laughs) expecting that. I wonder what that is. And then immediately it's, like, here you go. (laughs) And I was, like, oh, okay.
2: Yeah, that (laughs) – Let me see this dude butt. (laughs) I did not expect to see, like – muddy sweaty man but
0: sure that you know, they sure get that
2: you get a lot of that you i mean get you get a
0: lot s- of that you
2: see all of this man
0: you do see all of this man
2: like oh oh my okay
0: in all his bloated fashion all of it for sure uh yeah um basically for like i would say like two-thirds this game the game is split up between saga and alan's perspectives where you can choose to pick and or you can pick and choose to play which which character you want to play as and you'll get their perspective stories playing out throughout the story and everything um and eventually they meet up near the end and that coalesces with the end of the game and all that sort of stuff Mm -hmm. um i like saga's character a lot i do too I thought she was a good addition to this uh, the series of, of being kind of like the, the character who's like trying to like just look at everything through like a realistic lens, but like everything around her is just the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that was a good thing to have in this. And then like, you know, you get to see more of like what Alan's been going through and kind of like his descent into like madness as he's kind of just been stuck in the dark place for 13 years and mm-hmm. trying to find ways to get out, but can he's just like, Going over and over and over and over again and just suffering a lot. Yeah. Um. They bring in elements, obviously, from Control because there is, like, you see early on there's, like, a dude from... Or there's, like, little elements of, like, people from the FBC are here.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, the
0: Federal Bureau of Control, they're investigating things. And, like, if you've played the Alan Wake DLC in Control, you know that's a thing, that they are... They have been investigating Bright Falls for a while now, and the end of that DLC, like, there's a warning of, like, hey, there's an AWE happening in Bright Falls, but it's happening in the future, and this is when this is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so, th- obviously, those characters are there, and then, like, there's a, a, ma- a more prominent FBC member who shows up later in the game to help you out, uh, deal with everything that's happening. Uh. We get fan favorite from Control Ati showing up, the the Finnish janitor, yeah. who shows up in both uh, Alan and Saga stories. Mm-hmm. He's great because he's just a little weirdo who just he, says so random weird. stuff, and he's just like, you know, way more than you're going on about. But I sure, buddy, <laughs> it's real great.
2: He he was he, he tried to be helpful. I appreciate yeah, him.
0: He does his best.
2: He does his best. He you know he says some things. I was like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. But you know, thank you. Yep. Yep. Thank you.
0: <laughs> it's real good. Uh and yeah, you you basically get a lot of like weird things that are happening. Uh Bright Falls is changing obviously because of the story Alan Wake is trying to write and everything, which is you no know, is something that happened in the first game and it's that is more explained upon here where like they kind of explain how like whatever whatever's happening in Bright Falls in general in that, in that specific area like pieces of art will change people's perspectives of what exactly is happening mm-hmm. so you can use that to your advantage or it can be used to create mass chaos and destruction if you want as well uh, a whole lot of just a whole lot of fun things are happening in this game
2: yeah no I, I I agree with that <laughs> <laughs> fun in quotation marks and also not in quotation marks yeah um 'Cause like you got a cult running around.
0: You do have a cult running around.
2: You got you got two brothers doing really fun commercials and running <laughs> Coffee really World. Good. They're really good. They're really good. Although that last one made me really sad.
0: Yeah, that one's sad. That
2: one made me sad.
1: Although the
0: premise of it being like, we're gonna do a book review, <laughs> but it's just about the physical book.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: of like you know, this cover art is very good. It's got some real nice feel to it. These pages are really nice to touch. I
2: love how soft this cover is. <laughs> it's so
0: good. Oh my like, man, that's brilliant.
2: It's so funny. Like, look at this beautiful picture of the cabin on the back. <laughs> it's like, holy s***.
0: Oh, man.
2: Uh, it's, I mean, it was funny, but it still made me sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I loved watching their commercials. It was, it was real good yeah those are real fun Um, i was also devastated when i went into oh dear and realized that i could not play a song on the on the jukebox
0: (laughs) it was very funny that like immediately if you go to the jukebox there's a sign on it being like jukebox is out of order look we get it you want to you want to play the lime and the coconut song yep we don't we can't have that being played every time stop it Stop. I thought it was very funny. It
2: was really funny because they knew they knew what we were gonna go and do.
0: Yeah,
2: and I was gonna. Oh man. But nope, no no. This game's good. This game is really good. I mean, like I had a really really good time figuring out like what the mm-hmm. was going on.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, because I guess. We played it the same way in that we mostly stuck with Saga until it, like, got locked. And it's like, oh, by the way, you should go hang out with Alan for a bit. And then I finished out Alan's part and then got to the, like, part where everything comes together. hmm And... I don't know what's the perfect way to play it, but, like, I was fine with
1: that.
0: I think, you, I mean, there's ways you could, you could just go back and forth between each chapter, essentially.
2: With a mob.
1: Or you
0: could... You could do Allen stuff first and then you could go back to Saga that way or just, mm-hmm. you know, basically do whatever you want which I think is is fun. Yeah. Um. And you can see kind of like how if you did it different ways like how they would be able to help each other mm-hmm. like there's one part in one of the Allen routes where like you eventually see like a specific thing you will need for a Saga chapter later on. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was interesting how they were able to kind of like you know do that and, and mishmash them in a way that makes sense but also like they are disconnected enough that you don't necessarily have to play them sequentially in that kind of order.
2: Right, right. Which I guess, you know, thinking about it, um, maybe the the fancy mop bucket is because Otty's there. Yeah. And that man is obviously all over the place, so maybe uh-huh. maybe he's the link. Because I was trying to figure I was like, why the hell is it a mop bucket that gets me to switch between them? Why is this the case? But it literally just clicked with me. Yep. Nahone. 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 Wild.
0: Wild times. Um, Gameplay wise, it's pretty kind of similar to Alan Wake. You know, you flash enemies with your flashlight and then you shoot them. Mm Mm-hmm uh it it probably feels a little bit better it's like you know it's more in the line of like how control felt and all that sort of stuff or it's you know the same engine as that obviously but um those wolves those wolves are very rude
2: they're the worst
0: they're just very fast and just like hiding a lot and i'm just like yeah get wolf come back here get over here stop being a rude dude awoo awoo Got a whole lot of collectibles you need to get.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got lunchboxes. You've got the um. Uh, uh, the nursery rhymes.
0: Got the manuscript pages as that was was in the first game as well.
2: You've got the commercials. You've got the radio bits.
0: There's the the videos in Alan's part as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Whole lot of stuff you can collect, which you know again, falls in line with. The first game as well. No, no uh, coffee uh, thermoses to get. Although those are just used for save points now. Right. I thought it was a good touch. That
2: was a good touch.
0: It's a fun thing. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about this story here. Okay. Dive into a lot of spoilers per se.
2: Yeah, th- this is your your point that you should leave if you have not completed the Alan Wake two.
0: The Alan Wake. Duh. Duh. Duh.
2: You do not know what it's like to be a writer, you should skedaddle for now. <laughs>
1: Get out of here.
2: <laughs> we'll see you next time. Or you can come back and listen to it after you've completed Alan Wake 2.
0: Uh where where do you want to start with this story?
2: I mean, we started with a naked man.
0: We did start with a naked man who gets murdered.
2: He's voided He's like running, he he comes out of the water and he's running naked and then he gets Strapped to a table and has its heart cut out.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It's pretty f-ed up. And then Saga comes and like investigates the Moida.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Finds some manuscript pages.
0: Be like, well, this is weird. This is talking about us. We're mm-hmm. wild.
2: Mm, interesting. Hmm.
0: Hmm.
2: Anyway, let's go do an autopsy.
0: And she also finds like people like talking in, like, to her like as if they know her. Yes. As if she's been here for like, she's come here before. And she's like, I've never been here before.
2: Yeah, like Rose <laughs> very early on is like, oh man, you haven't been back since that whole situation with your daughter. I'm so sorry about your daughter drowning. She's like, um, huh?
0: My daughter's alive. What are you talking about?
2: <laughs> Rose is like, uh-huh. Wink, wink. She's alive. Yep. Sure. Are you doing Okay. <laughs>
0: But yeah, we go to do, do an autopsy, and oh god, this this bloated man revives and is trying to attack us. Also, the sheriff just vanished in the he, thin air. He's trying every, to give
2: you a page, and he goes, bloop!
0: Yep. And you gotta murder this, <laughs> you gotta try and fight this uh, revived, naked man.
2: And he's just like, running in circles like a shark.
0: And he's murdering people, and he's like, uh, can you guys, like, Take care of this. We gotta go find this man. Yeah, yikes! It's real messed up. Uh, but yeah, you eventually you're gonna find yourself into some weird s- stuff where you go into like these um. I forget what they call them. The overlaps. The, the
2: overlaps, yeah. So where like you, you end into, up like, going in the trees situation. Yeah,
0: it's like it's just like weird alternate versions of like the areas you're in where just weird things are happening this is where you fight the the naked man who is a former FBI agent Robert Nightingale who was in the first game mm-hmm. but now he's dead
2: yeah he's dead
0: you gotta fight him and beat him up um and it causes all the flooding around the area to kind of like go away around Cauldron Lake and then oh hey there's Alan Wake
1: Whoa!
2: He
0: just floated up all around here. He's How's it panicking. going, buddy? He's, like, oh,
1: oh,
2: oh, oh, oh. He's not having a good time. He's dirty. He's got mm-hmm. a page with it says "return," but it, the author's name is scratched out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You get to do it a an interrogation of him, and like, um, Mr. Scratch is a thing he keeps mentioning, which was the character they introduced. I think in American... American I Nightmare. He, I don't remember if he, he, he talks about him in the DLCs for the first game or not, but yeah, American Nightmare is where he's more prominently shows up, uh, which is Alan's like, doppelganger who basically wants to cause all sorts of destruction and chaos.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So he's basically mentioned that. He's like, oh, I got to make sure like, Scratch doesn't come out or anything like that if I'm here. Also, it's been 13 years. Oh, God. Whoa, boy. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Um, And essentially, this is where you get like your split, where like you can continue down Saga's road, or you can go back and play at Alan's parts, where he kind of you play through him getting out of the dark place and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Saga's route, you eventually are still like trying to investigate this cult, the cult of the 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 tree, mm-hmm. uh, which is, they think is doing all these murders and everything
2: there's also um, confusion because it's like why is Nightingale the only one who like came back
0: right of the the murder victims of this cult right and then like because she found in the heart as well like there was like words on it and everything and there's also like a, a piece of the manuscript was in his body
1: mm-hmm.
0: so it's just like and there's also been like um, in the years since Alan Wake 1 happened there was like another cult that like was doing murder rituals and everything, but they were, like, heavily inspired by the works of Alan Wake and trying to bring him back.
2: Mm-hmm. So that was like, the they're... cult of the word?
0: Yeah. So, they're, like, they're trying to figure out, if, like, there was a connection between those two or not, or what's happening. Um,
2: One of my favorite jokes about this is that they, like, a few times say, what kind of cult calls themselves a cult? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's true. And, but that comes up several times. What kind of cult it's calls itself a cult?
0: Um, this leads Saga to, like, uh, another area around Bright Falls, which is water something. Watery. Watery, yes. Um, and Coffee it, it's World! Like a, that's where Coffee World is, which is the theme park led by the, the brothers. Mm-hmm.
2: Um. There's a trailer park right there.
0: It's a very, like, very rural area, very, very small town type deal.
1: mm mm-hmm. Um.
0: But again, you go there, and like all these people are like, Yeah, we know who you are. You lived in this trailer park.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, you lived here.
2: It's tragic. And, what happened to your daughter?
0: Yeah. And Saga's just like, This isn't, I've, this is definitely did not happen, but I'll just go along with their story, everything. And like eventually you go to like your trailer, and like there's like all this stuff, like, of, that you would have and, like, all the stuff your daughter would have had and you're just like, this is real weird and everything.
2: And you also find out that you're related to Odinator. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs>
0: Which is very wild.
2: I was like, oh, Hell, Yeah, I'm so excited about this. Like, one, I was excited to to see those guys but also, like, we're related to them? Perfect.
0: Because those were the guys that were just, like, you know, the weird old men who were in the band in the first game and they helped you out because, like... You know, they were the kind of people who were like, you know, understanding of your situation, uh, know what was going on and all knew what was happening and like the greater sense of everything mm-hmm. type deal. So like to see them show back up and they're kind of just like they're more drunk now this time, but oh, like
2: they're so drunk,
0: they're very drunk, uh, but like them acting like they they're related to you and everything. And you're just like, what is happening? Is this true or whatnot? Um. It's real wild. Uh, You eventually find out the cult is being led by these two brothers, um, you know, who run uh, Coffee World and everything. Mm -hmm. And you have to fight the two uh, sheriff deputies that helps you out in the very beginning of the game. And you're just like, what is happening with this cult? Why is everything changing? What is going on with all this? It's very confusing. Ah.
2: ah! Aren't they also the ones who listened to Lime and the Coconut? Tor.
0: I don't remember.
2: I'm pretty sure they were.
0: I could- I would believe it.
2: I'm pretty sure they were the ones that were sitting in the- in- in dear, like, by the- by the jukebox. I could be wrong, but... Anyway. Doesn't matter that much. It's
0: possible. Um, but doing this as well, Saga finds the clicker, yeah, which is of course the thing that Alan used to try and eliminate the dark presence in the first game, and you know is a big, uh, it's a very powerful object of power that the FVC also has been investigating because of what happened in Bright Falls in mm-hmm. 2010, and you know in other time periods as well. Uh. Saga eventually has to go find uh, Odin and Tor again just to, like, get more information out of, like, them and to, like, figure out exactly what she should do with all this sort of stuff. And then Odin... or one, Which one? Odin or Tor gets dragged into the Dark Place. Tor. Tor gets dragged into the Dark Place by uh, Cynthia Cynthia Weaver, who is the, the old lady who helps you out at the end of Alan Wake 1. Mm-hmm. But now she's been taken over by the Dark Presence because she's lost her lamp. Mm-hmm. She's lost her light. Um...
2: Also, she was, like, leading Tor on at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Odin was too drunk to, like, exist, and so you had to go in the mind place and talk to him.
0: Mm-hmm. And this, he basically explains, like, yeah, this is a whole thing with our family that we were able to, like, do this sort of thing. Like, you, <laughs> you weren't just, like, deducing everything. This is a special power our family has.
2: <laughs> yeah. By the way.
0: Yeah. Here's this info dump for you. This is why you're able to do this sort of thing.
2: She's like, oh, I just thought that this was my way of thinking through things but oh no apparently this is actually a thing
1: Mhm.
0: so there's that and then you have to get him out of there and you get to have a nice heart to heart with your grandpa mm-hmm. who also explains like yeah you know cause through his terms through, through him he's like you know your mother used to live here and then she left because like I had a, like a spat with your father and everything and that caused her to like to like kind of like uh disassociate herself with me and everything like understandable she had every right to do that and all that sort of stuff like it was my fault but you know that's why she never told you about us or anything and you know kept all that stuff secret and all that sort of stuff and also it was like you know if she told you about the or if you told her about the bind place you would be like oh funny haha even though she could totally do the same thing type mm-hmm. of deal. But you also don't learn a lot about Saga's father because they just talk about how like he just randomly disappeared at one point and that's it. Yeah. So that's all left in the air a mystery. Hmm. Hmm. Uh you also learn from Rose, who's working at this nursing home as well, that where Odin and Tor are staying, is that like she's been getting weird messages from Alan Wake and that's she's been trying to help the so called hero and she's the one like leaving like the lunch boxes throughout all the areas because that was all her gear to sit, to Fight the Taken if she needed to, and then she's like, she, she basically changed that into leaving gear for the hero whenever they come and all that sort of stuff.
2: I'm telling you my theory on that. I've mentioned it earlier. Like I'm sticking to that theory.
0: It would make sense with how he describes it later on as well. He's like,
2: oh. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't he he doesn't remember doing it. Like he's like, I definitely didn't do any of what you're saying that I did. Mm-hmm. But like, who else would want to? direct things like that and who else would know like which Allen content to to like target so someone would would help out like it 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 has to be i mean i guess i could just say it i think it's alice but
0: yeah we'll get uh, into some of that when we talk about the Allen route for sure yeah yeah um but yeah uh after all that saga needs to get back to bright falls um
2: Wait, wait wait Before we before we move on again, I just want to say, once again, f*** that old lady.
0: She's very rude.
2: She kept jump scaring me.
0: <laughs>
2: Every She jump <laughs> scares more than anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I was so mad. It was
0: very mean. Ah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
0: Um, yeah, you have to get back to Bright Falls because you're going to get the clicker to Alan because he's being held captive in the jail because bad things happened while you were away where... Um, the cult attacked the 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 lodge that you were staying at and attacked uh, your partner Casey and Alan.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and then bad things happened when Alan blacked out. Yep. Um, and then eventually the FBC comes in and captures Alan. Um, Casey got messed up. And you have to go back to the sheriff's office to figure out exactly what's happening. Yeah. Um, And you get there, and, like, the the brothers are in jail, and then they're like, you do not give him the clicker. Like, that is a bad idea. Do not give Alan the clicker. And you go to give him the clicker, but then, like, Alan starts acting real funky, and you realize, like, oh, this is not Alan Wake. This is Mr. Scratch.
2: Mr. Scratch.
0: And you get to have a, boss fight with Mr. Scratch in the parking lot of the sheriff's office. With lights. With lights and everything. And then after all that happens, uh, one of the brothers dies.
2: Which is why that commercial is so sad. Yeah.
0: Mr. Scratch just, like, murders him immediately. Yeah,
2: he gets Um, obliterated.
0: And then, like, you have this, like, you basically meet everyone back up, and, like, you talk with the one brother. He's like, yeah, the cult was basically us getting the town together to fight to take in, um, protect everyone from, like, you know, those things happening, and if anyone came out of the lake, we were going to take care of them and get them out of here. We were trying to
2: make sure that they didn't hurt anybody.
0: Yeah, so, like, that's what their whole deal was, and Saga's kind of just like, oh, okay, yeah, like, so you weren't just like weird murderers. <laughs> I understand <laughs> what you were doing here. Gotcha.
2: Cool motive, still kind of murder.
0: Still kind of, but less.
2: Less weird. Murder.
0: Less weird, cold murder.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um. Although, like, seeing him over in that corner, like with his brother's body, I was like, oh, this is so sad. Mm-hmm. Like he he really he was really regretful of what happened there, and um, I think they're also played by the same guy, so that's kind of weird.
0: I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me.
2: I think they are. I really do. I I, I could be wrong. It would I, add
0: to the cheesiness of it.
2: it. It absolutely would. I mean, I can look it up, but I'm pretty sure that they were played by the same guy.
0: Um, you also have to go like, make a plan up with uh, Casey and Agent Estevez of the F- FBC. Uh, Casey and Estevez also just, like, bond over, like, Yeah, my wife didn't like my job either. (laughs) My wife didn't either. My wife. (laughs) My wife. (laughs) Type deal. So that's what they just have. And then this leads you to like kind of like the they were like, hey, this is the point of no return. You should uh, you want to keep going or switch switch things up. Uh, This is where we switch things up to Alan, where you get to learn about his descent through the dark place and going on talk show constantly. (laughs) Yep. Uh, yeah, the, the Mr. Doors thing, the segments were really funny because it's like, here's just a late night talk show and Alan Wake has no idea why he's on this talk show.
2: <laughs> and they just keep getting weirder and weirder. And yes, they are yep. both by the same guy.
0: Oh, that's perfect.
2: Yeah. Um. So they're, they're both the same dude. That's fine. Uh,
0: but yeah, Alan basically is trying to write uh, a new novel, which is... I think it starts with an I.
2: It does start with an I.
0: I want to say initiation, but that doesn't sound right. (laughs) Uh. But regardless, he's writing, he's trying to write a new novel to get him out of the dark place. Mm hmm. Um, and he's just trying to figure all that out. He keeps going to like these murder sites, um, to get inspiration and everything and finds out about the cult of the word and all that sort of stuff. Um, And just keeps having to go to, like, each different murder site. Like, one of them is, like, just you're in the subways and, like, it's a bunch of people got caught on fire or firebombed, essentially, in a friggin' subway car. And, like, that was messed up.
2: It was real messed up. And it is initiation.
0: Aha, Initiation.
2: Um, yeah, the firebomb thing was real messed up. Uh huh. I was like, oh, these are crispy bodies I gotta walk Those by. Are some
0: crispy bodies for sure.
2: And then they kept falling apart as I was walking by. I was like, no, no. No, no. You 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 stay intact and away from me.
0: Don't like that. Nope. Um you also eventually find Thomas Zane down there.
2: What?
0: Who looks real wild. Yeah. <laughs> Just doing drugs in a hotel.
2: You know, as you do.
0: And supposedly you wrote a novel with Thomas Zane on drugs. Yeah. But he's also like paranoid and trying to like not be found. Mm -hmm. Which is interesting because there's a scene in that that first initial meeting with him in the hotel room where like the TV turns on and you see two different characters are like, like, hello. And that is uh, Dr. Darling and uh, uh, Jesse from Control.
2: Oh, is that the moment that you're like, oh, I know. okay because I didn't know what that was.
0: So that's them trying to find Thomas Zane. <laughs> and I was like, ooh, interesting.
2: Which, uh, um, in, in this one at least, Thomas Zane is also the same actor as Alan Wake. Like, physical actor. Mm-hmm. Um, the voice is different, I think. but the... Yeah,
0: they, they, they looked very similar, yeah, which and makes he, sense.
2: And he even calls it out at one point, like, you look a lot like me. <laughs>
0: yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> Real meta-textual there.
2: Real meta.
0: We had to go through this like hotel room and or hotel and like, eventually you find this murder that gives you more information. And everything uh, we get the musical at one point, which is just fantastic, as we mentioned earlier.
2: Legit, what
0: a what a scene!
2: <laughs> oh my god, it's like twenty minutes of you walking through this like rock opera, and it's beautiful. Like the song's good. It's so wild to see Alan and his like f- khakis doing like choreography. <laughs> Um like the lighting is great. Even the scenes where you have to fight enemies, like it 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 works. Uh-huh. They got me at one point cuz it like pause for the guitar solo. I was like, "Oh, shit. yeah, I'll pause for the guitar <laughs> solo." And it's like enemies everywhere. No! What are you doing? Um, so good. You you mentioned that like you'd gotten something that was just like amazing.
0: Yeah, cuz I was like playing it while we were we were chatting and I was playing through it. And I just got to that part and I was like, oh my God.
2: And then I got to it and, and You had the
0: same reaction.
2: I was like, this is this is amazing. I didn't want it to end.
0: Yeah, it's so good.
2: It's so good. Oh man. God, all the dancing was so funny.
0: It's really good. Um there's also one of the talk show segments where they have cuz like the whole thing with like Saga's partner being Alex Casey is Alex Casey is the the titular protagonist in all the Alan Wake novels. Mhm. And there's like jokes about how Casey keeps getting goofed upon about like oh you're the you're the guy from the novels, right? <laughs> um and he shows he's showing up in the dark place and in Alan's parts as well. Um, but there's a talk show segment where they're like talking about, oh, they're making movies based on these novels and everything. You're the actor, and, here, and of course, here's a uh, uh, the actor playing Alice Casey, Sam Lake. Everyone, it, <laughs> it's just it's just Sam Lake there that they're like. He just does the Max Payne face at one point as well, which I thought was very
2: funny. It was so good. <laughs> God, it was funny.
0: Oh man, it was real good.
2: Like those sequences, the talk show and the the music sequences were some of my favorite parts of these games.
0: Yeah, it's real real good.
2: Real good and a lot of like weird meta stuff.
0: Yep, yeah, for sure. Love it. Uh and then like uh one of the last things you do in the dark place as well is like you 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 go to this like theater where there's supposed to be like this hidden Thomas Zane film that never showed up, that was never supposed to be, like, released or anything.
2: Nightless Night is the name And it
0: has, like, this weird, magical properties to it. Um, and, like, Casey's in the film and he doesn't understand why and all that sort of stuff. And there's just a whole, like, weirdness to the, the thing, the whole film and everything.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, You gotta, like, figure out how to add that to the novel and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and then one of the other things that happens here is, like, one of the last times you go there and you do the talk show part, you just talk to Mr. Door, who, uh, the sheriff who gets disappeared in the beginning of the game is in the dark place with Alan, and you keep meeting up with him, and he's trying to find Mr. Door as well, because, like, he heard, he, I think he heard about, like, an investigation trying to find this dude, and... And he
2: keeps having dreams about him. He
0: keeps having dreams about him, because he has has supernatural abilities, not really abilities, but, like, premonitions, I guess you could say, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: about, and, like, I mean, that's gonna happen when you live in Bright Falls, let's say. Um... (laughs) But he's been trying to find him and keeps like every time you meet him, he keeps having like more and more information about him and all that sort of stuff.
2: Yeah, he just keeps um, adding to the whiteboard like a uh, conspiracy theory type thing.
0: Yeah. Um but the last time you meet up with him, you just had to have this like this, this chit chat with him, with Mr. Door. And basically he's like, Look, you're you need to get out of here, but like if you if you don't, we're going to fight at some point
1: mm-hmm. because
0: you took something from me. Mm hmm. And, like, that's the last time you see him, and it's not really followed up upon.
2: Nope. It is not.
0: Which was interesting. Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Because you don't really get get to know who he is or, like, why, you know, the the sheriff was trying to find him, really, or, like, what exactly he, you know, Alan presumably took from him and all that sort of stuff.
2: I I agree with your theory on who he is. I don't know if it's actually going to be the case or not, but I agree with it.
0: So my theory is that this is Saga's dad. Mm Mm-hmm. It makes the most sense because, like, you know, they talk about how he disappeared in, around the Bright Falls area at some point.
2: And that he got hit by lightning specifically, which is mm-hmm. also something that happened to Tor, who is also Saga's family, even though, like, yes. obviously not related in the same sense. It's a wild coincidence.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's the idea that, like, Alan had took in, taken something from him and, like, you know, the fact that he had been writing Saga into the story and, like,
1: mm-hmm. took
0: her daughter away from her. And, he, and I guess this guy would presumably know that because, like, you know, he's been running into Alan in the Dark Place and, like, talking about the novel he's been writing and all that sort of stuff. So he would presumably know these things that are happening. So he probably would not be too happy with Alan for doing that sort of stuff. So there is that. But, yeah, none of that is really uh, explained or expanded resolved? upon in this uh, game itself. Like, you know... I will give them the benefit of the doubt for now because, like, they have the two DLCs that are coming out. And they did a lot of, like, post-game stuff with Alan Wake 1 where Mm -hmm. they expanded upon the story and kind of added to it to, you know, make a more satisfying conclusion in the long run. So, I will give them the benefit of the doubt for now. Like, if they don't resolve any of this stuff, it's going to be very weird, especially with, like, how the the, the end of the game is as well.
2: Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. Um, I also just want the sheriff to get out of there yeah <laughs> I'm worried about him
0: get out of there buddy
2: he's just humming um, helping you out leaving yeah. you boxes and stuff and telling you where things are on the map and <laughs>
0: making sure you haven't forgot him
2: I feel so bad for him but like I, I asked you at one point I don't know if you ever answered or knew the answer but he mentioned something about a redheaded woman do you know who that is
0: uh, like, what was the context of him talking about it?
2: It's just on the board. He's talking um, about a redheaded woman. Well, I think his, well, on his crazy whiteboard.
0: I think Jesse in control is redheaded. Okay. Maybe.
2: So maybe that's related. So
0: maybe he's like talking about her? Maybe. That's the only thing I could think of off the top of my head. Because I couldn't um,
2: think of a red-headed person in Alan Wake. And I was like, who the hell f- is this?
0: Yeah. Um,. But eventually you also learn that Alan's been looping in the dark place Mm
1: -hmm.
0: where he's like trying to write this novel and then like can't do it and forgets all his memories. That's why people are like, hey, do you remember me? Do you got your memories? And anytime like they talk to him, like after the first time, they're like, hey, do you do you know what's happening? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Type deal. Um, So there's that. And then the the other big thing that he's dealing with in the dark place is that after he does all these uh, murder site investigations, the... The building where he used to live will show up, and he gets to go in there and see these videos from Alice,
1: mm-hmm. who is
0: basically taking it upon herself in the the time that you know since Alan's disappearance and everything, has done this whole uh, photo gallery type deal. She calls it the dark place, and she's also talking about how she's being haunted by Alan and all that sort of stuff, and taking all these like more dark and depressing photos, and that's going to be the, like the the basis of her gallery of like you know hey life isn't all sunshine and rainbows type deal Mm. um and you see these videos of her like describing everything and talking about the the exhibit and everything and like they keep getting more like more dark and depressing as they as you keep progressing through the game and everything and then it eventually leads to like her talking about how like she just can't handle things anymore and then like there's a video at the end where you just see her just walking off a cliff yep and you're just like, what the heck? And Alan's like, oh, God, she's dead. Oh, no. What am I doing all this for? Oh, God.
1: Uh.
0: It's real messed up. And then, like, there's a scene early on where you see, like, presumably Mr. Scratch come in and shoot Alan in the head when he's trying to write. Mm-hmm. But then you find out later on that it's Alan himself who does that. And then Correct. he that's where he kind of comes to the realization, like, Mr. Scratch isn't a doppelganger. Mr. Scratch is me. <laughs> he's me. And that's not good.
2: Nope. <laughs> Rut row. <laughs> Rut row.
0: But yeah, you event like eventually, you know, this leads into how, how he gets out and everything and shows up in the present time with saga and all that sort of stuff. And then, um, Mr. S- they, they do this whole, um, as we get back to the, the convales, convales- convalescence of the two characters, uh, Saga and uh, Casey and Estevez are going, along with Odin and Tor, are going to perform this ritual thing to try and get uh, Alan out of the dark place Mm -hmm. at Cauldron Lake. Um,
2: Get a cool new song from from the boys.
0: We get a new song from the boys and they fight Mr. Scratch who they presumably put him into a, um, this big container that the FBC uses to um, contain, you know, entities like this, but then he breaks out and, um,
2: yeets Saga into the lake.
0: Yeets Saga into the lake, so she gets into the dark place. Um, and they don't get Alan out, because they're like, what happened? And then it's like, they get to the realization, oh, Alan's, Alan's Scratch are the same person, so he's been here the whole time.
2: Yeah, he, he came out earlier, it just, mm-hmm. it worked, it worked at a different time.
0: Yes. Um, and then, basically, uh, Mr. Scratch takes over Casey, and then he takes the Clicker, and then, like you said, he eats Saga into the Dark Place. And then, basically, Alan is kind of just, like, himself now again. Um, So he has to go and take care of, or try and get the Clicker back, and he goes into the, the new-formed uh ending of Return, which is the, 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 the next novel he's supposed to be written, and the one he has like, the the title manuscript page of when he gets uh, out of the lake originally. Mm-hmm. Um, so he needs to go find, like he's go find out what the ending of that is because he doesn't know. Um, and then try and rewrite it to make it better essentially. So he goes off to do that. While... Which This is
2: where you get the uh, commercial of the the book club review. Yes. Um, but yeah, the, the one brother keeps like saying like, Oh, hey, you know, this is what I think about it. What do you think? And then it just looks over to the blank spot where his brother <laughs> is. Just like, oh, no. He just like, he just
0: looks back. It, it cuts back to him and he's like, real sad. He's like, oh.
2: oh. That happens a few times. But yeah, they review the actual physical book. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Deerfest is happening. And also, it's a welcome back, Alan Wake Festival. And you got to find the return.
0: Everyone really wants that book.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, But yeah, uh, eventually, you get, you have to lead yourself to the, what used to be the the nursing home, but it's like now supposedly Alan Wake's home.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and Auti's there, and he's like, here you go, here's your writing room.
2: I'll let you in. yeah <laughs> you go. And it had a swirly on it, and and both of the, like in, there, the, in this room and in the... Um, the apartment. Par- the apartment, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um But yeah, it's, it's essentially, it's the writing room from The Dark Place, mm-hmm. and he goes and gets to work. Uh, And then Saga basically has to fight herself out of the dark, the dark place because, like, in her mind place, like, it's all messed up and, like, she keeps, like, having all these negative emotions try and like, bring her down and be like, oh, it's your fault your daughter died. It's your fault Casey got hurt. It's your fault this investigation's all right. You're terrible at this, terrible at this, terrible at this. And eventually she's, like, fights off all those and, like, is able to, like, have, like, Break out of it. Break out of it and have, like, more, like, realistic thoughts about what exactly was happening and everything and figure everything out and is able to break free from that and she ends up in the the dark place of alan where it's you know the the little area of new york she gets (laughs) a call from some random lady and is like hey you're gonna need these uh, items that are in the in the plaza by the statue you need them and then you gotta go help alan um random lady quotation
2: marks. yes
0: random lady quotation marks um, and then you've, you get to fight through the dark place and eventually you find these photos which one of the photo is of the clicker the other is of a light bullet essentially mm-hmm. and then she's able to they they, she gets back there she finds uh and they also her, her and Alan have been like talking through the mind place of like how do we write this ending while also keeping the horror motif and everything and they're like one of the heroes has to basically sacrifice themselves because this is how a horror story ends mm-hmm. you know we're both the heroes here but like one of us is we're, we're, we can't all make it out of this, but they want to save everyone from the story essentially. So Alan's basically like, I will sacrifice myself.
2: But Saga is to... also not willing to give up on Casey and Logan, her daughter.
0: Yes. That's like her, her main things like, no, I'm... those, those two have to survive. And he's like, all right. Yeah, totally. I understand.
2: She's like, whatever I gotcha. you do, you, I don't care, but those two, they got to be okay.
0: Yeah. Um, so basically she comes back, and she goes into this version of the Dark Place that's in the reality, or I guess the changed reality of Bright Falls, and she finds Alan. They use the clicker when he has finished the story and everything, and then she shoots him with the light bullet to basically, um, or she shoots him after Casey shows up, and then Alan welcomes back Scratch into inside of him. Mm-hmm. And then she shoots him to basically take out Mr. Scratch for good, and also Alan. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is where the, the end of the game gets weird, because, like, Saga and Casey are there, and Casey's like, oh, I'm okay, I guess now. She goes to try and call Logan her daughter, and then it just dial tones. Yep. And we don't get explanation. We don't get anything else from Saga at the for the rest of the end of the game. Nope. Um, so we don't then, know if it worked. Yeah, again, presumably we will find this out in the DLCs, Hopefully. Hopefully. But that's, that's all for now. Um, mm-hmm. We have a post-credit scene, I think a mid and post-credit scene, where mm-hmm. basically there's another recording, and it's of Alice, and she's like, all right, here's the real deal what happened. I'm not dead. At some point, I regained my memories. I went to the Federal Bureau of Control and t- basically t- told them everything that was happening with with Alan and like what happened, w- my experience in Bright Falls, which there are pieces of or collectibles and control where you find hey alice wake came to the fbc and we interviewed her about her experience in bright falls Mm -hmm. so this is all true yes um and essentially she talks about that and she came up with this plan to trick alan into thinking she committed suicide so he could get out of the dark place um and Essentially, talking about how he can only escape these loops by ascending out of them, mm-hmm. and then Alan wakes up and from the gunshot wound, and it goes, "It's not a loop; it's a spiral," and that's the end of the game,
2: which is the symbol that's been on the writing mm-hmm. doors,
0: and also a callback to you know the the thing he says at the end of the first game of "It's not a lake; it's an ocean." Correct. So, I think I do think your idea of um, Alice being the one who tells Rose about all this stuff and like was been leaving notes for her subtly and everything because like she, she Rose finds or Rose talks to Alan at one point after he, he comes to back the nursing home. and she's like oh my gosh you're back you've been leaving me all these messages he's like I definitely have not been leaving messages I don't know what you're talking about but thanks I guess
2: she's like uh-huh wink wink sure
0: so I do I think Alice being the one who would do that makes sense especially because like she would know who Rose is
2: right right and like she was talking about how, like, on the Alan Wake fan sites and things, like, there yeah. were comments left, and like, yeah, uh, that would that would be an interesting place to leave things. But also, like, her feeding Rose, who she knows as a fan, like, it makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and obviously, Alice has been orchestrating a lot behind the scenes this whole time. Yep. Um. Because, like, that was obviously her calling Saga.
1: Yeah.
2: Um. So she's she's really trying to free him, and it makes sense that, like, one of the things that she would do is try and help the hero, the Rose. hmm So I was like, I, that, that's, I'm 100% convinced that that's who that is. That's, that's who's doing It makes doing sense. Because mm-hmm. we know it's not Alan. Alan's. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's been too busy doing other things.
2: Yeah, he's, he's been too busy story doing to write. rock operas and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> Yeah so Alice has been trying to trying to rescue him Mhm Just fair
0: Yeah um It is a weird ending though it's just like the the saga stuff just being left completely up in the air Yeah That was like like as soon as I finished I was like wait that's all they're going to do with her that's weird. I don't know. Hmm, I don't know about that. Yeah. So, like I said, I, I. hopefully we will get more answers from the DLCs that come out. If not, that's going to be a real big bummer.
2: <laughs> I hope we get some I mean, we have to get something, right?
0: I, hopefully.
2: There's no way we don't. I mean, like, you have to give some kind of conclusion. Right?
0: I presumably, like I said, I would give them the benefit of the doubt here. Yeah. For now. Yeah. So, there's that. Um. But, yeah.
2: Give me the soundtrack with, with the... the <laughs> what is it? Herald of Darkness is the name of the song, I think?
0: You want the rock opera.
2: I need the rock opera. Like, I've got all the other songs from it, but, like, where is that? Give me that. Gib. 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 I mean, I saw that there's the the vinyl coming out, but I haven't haven't pulled the trigger on that one yet. <laughs> I've been thinking about it. I've had it on my phone the whole time. Like, do I do this? Do mm. I do this? <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, that's Halloween too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a fun it's a fun return to uh, a cheesy kind of game that I was not expecting a full blown sequel to be made of. It's interesting, I think, as well, because like. You can look at the first game as kind of like a a callback to, like, you know, uh, Twilight Zone and all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. While, like, this game is more in line with, like, a prestige television drama. Right. And, like, it's, it's interesting because you can see kind of, like, just the differences between how, like, television shows have changed in the last 13 years. And it's kind of reflected in this, mm-hmm. you know, in an interesting way. But, yeah. uh it's really cool to see this. I also was like, again, I'm just going to be a real big fan of like how they are implementing like control and like other parts of remedy games into all their games. Now, essentially
2: mm-hmm. there's a cinematic universe.
0: Yeah. And it makes sense with like all the weird stuff they do in these games. So like to just blend them together and make them like
2: have a continuity,
0: have a continuity and just have like just ways where you can, see fun things and fun especially fun easter eggs between the two games as well i'm all for that it's real fun
2: i um, just i never thought we were gonna get this game and i'm so glad we did Yeah, 100%. like it, it had some issues but like i had a great time playing this game same even though i got scared that f- lady <laughs>
0: it's real rude
2: real rude
0: but yeah i want to wait too it is a mm-hmm. thing
2: it is a thing. It is a video game that we played in the year twenty twenty
0: three. It is a video game about a writer and an FBI agent. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, eventually, we will probably come back together and talk about the the DLCs that mm-hmm. they put out. They have they've just said, "Hey, we're put, we're doing them." There's been no like release date or anything like that. So I, presumably, those will be next year at some point.
2: That's what I'm assuming. Um,
0: but hopefully we get some uh, some answers to the questions that we are left with at the end of this game i hope so hope so uh but that's going to do it for us this week mm-hmm. so if you'd like more from us head on over to seasonal or sec.cool is where you can find past episodes of this podcast another podcast like jared now watch you can also find columns and reviews on the site as well if you'd like more from AnLadium, lady i'm she's got columns and reviews you can follow us on Twitter and TikTok at Anime Checkup. Follow us on Blue Sky at SeasonalAnimeCheckup.com. You can buy our books, One Shiny Moment, A Critical Analysis of Love, Life, Sunshine, and Hot Tubs and Pac Man on Amazon.com. And you can uh, support us on Patreon. There we go. That's what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I lost my words there. Support us on Patreon at patreoncom SACOVA. Buy us a slice of pizza, get access to unedited versions of the podcast early, and a whole wealth of bonus content as well. Mm hmm. Next week, uh, we'll talk about something. I don't know. We'll figure it out.
2: Who knows?